podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Low block and pray. Is that the only chance Forrest have this Friday? Or is it? Let's get into the preview for Nottingham Forest versus Tottenham. Good morning, good evening, or good night. Hope you guys are doing well, and welcome to your preview for Forest versus Spurs. This one is personal for me. This is brother versus brother. This, for me, is a must win. There are two fixtures I look out for in the Premier League calendar, and that's Forest Spurs and Forest Chester United. And they're both coming up this month. This is a huge month for me, personally. Let me know in the comments below. Which are your two most hated teams in the Premier League? And what's the first game you look for in the fixture list? Anyway, coming up today, we're going to have a look at the Forest team, the predicted team that I think Cooper will go with. We'll talk you through the Spurs team and their tactics. And then the big, all-important question. Who is going to win this match? If you're enjoying the content, please don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe to Forest Fan TV if you are new. And let's get into this, because this is war. All right, so this was the team that got that win. Sorry, I mean, draw against Wolves. Honestly, I still can't. I'm being convinced by a certain segment of the fan base that we won. But anyway, that's in the past. And do I see many changes from Cooper? The honest answer is not that many. He's now back fully in his comfort blanket. The five at the back formation, the three across the middle, and a 1-1. I do feel that Kiate is probably, if anyone is going to be sacrificed, it will be him. And I don't think it will be Sangare. I think he can still hide behind Sangare's virus. So I think Kiate could be dropped. And I think we could see the return of Dominguez into that midfield. And we see the back th uh, middle three sorry, of Dominguez, Mangala and Yates. Now I'll still say I haven't been convinced by Yates at all this season. And I would probably personally bring Sangare in for Yates because this game probably won't be too dissimilar to what we saw against Villa. Spurs like to play with a high back line. We'll talk about that more when we get onto the Spurs team. And the midfield that got us that 2-0 result was Sangare, Mangala and Dominguez. Now you can say form and um, confidence was a lot different for them than it is now. But I think this is too defensive and not creative enough. Now, when we get to the forward lineup, I still think Morgan Gibbs-White will play in that 10 position. I'm not sure what he does with the striker, to be honest. Personally, I don't think Alanga was that effective against Wolves. I get why he put him there for his pace. It's what I thought he would have done against Fulham. This was basically the team I thought he would pick against Fulham. But he ended up picking it against Wolves. Now, I don't think there's any chance in hell that Chris Wood starts because if you're going to get at something out of Spurs, you're going to need pace on the counter-attack, especially with Van de Ven being out, who is the one of the quickest centre-backs in the Premier League. And you need pace against probably Dyer, who's going to play um, for Spurs. So I think he may still go with Alanga, but the only other option realistically that he's got is to play Origi. Um, in that position over Chris Wood. But I don't think we're going to be a million miles off this. Now, the one thing that is different here to what he did in the game on Wolves was that he had Nia Carte in the left position and Murillo in the middle. 
I personally think they need to be the other way around. Um, Murillo breaking down that left side can carry the ball forward. And then Nia Kate can hold the centre-back position. And there is a chance that you may see Bolly tagged out for Felipe. I think, ideally, if he wants to go into a back three, he wants this combination right here. And I think the, if you're going to do that combination, it almost needs to be that way around, maybe. Because Murillo and Felipe can communicate better. So this will roughly be the team. Now, would I do that? No. I'd go to the back four. To be honest, I wouldn't be a million miles off the team that played against Villa. Um, obviously, with the exception of Taiwo, I'd probably put Origi in there instead, for example. But I just think it's too defensive. And I don't think it will play out exactly the same as we saw against Villa. Because Villa were very naive. Spurs do play a high line. But they won't be suicidal with their high line at times. So, that's the team I think Forrest will go with. What do you guys think? Do you agree with that or not? Alright, let's have a look at the Spurs team. And to be honest, this is a lot easier to predict than the Forest team. Because they have an identity. They have a style. And they have injuries. Madison's still out. Van der Ven, as I just spoke about, still being out. And the real, there's only a few real changes that may happen. And that's more tactically position-wise than actual personnel on the pitch. Spurs and Postacogli, do, Lou or Lee, wherever he is, do like to play it in a 4-2-3-1. Uh, and I think that's what we'll see against Nottingham Forest. With Davis coming in, to replace um, Van de Ven. I think I just said Dyer earlier. I meant Davis. And then you got Udogi and Pedro Porridge as their fullbacks, who have both been really good so far this season. And then Basuma, who I think is one of the best CDMs currently in the Premier League. Although he is quite rash in his challenges, can end up with a yellow. We saw against Luton him getting a red card. And then Saar. The young player coming through who's not had a bad start this season at all. Where they're struggling is to find the correct balance in their front four. With Madison out, normally Kulisevsky will play on the right-hand side. You'd see Jono on the left and then Sun up front. But Kulisevsky going into the 10, as he did in Spurs' previous match against Newcastle, makes a lot of sense to me. Because I don't think he's that quick and he's very left-footed. So it becomes very predictable down that right-hand side where he's always looking to cut in to the left-hand side to open up an angle for a finesse shot. So I think Kulisevsky actually played really well against Newcastle in that 10. I can see that happening this Friday night. And I think Johnson will be pushed out to the right in his more natural position, allowing Sun to go to the left-hand side and then Richarlison up front. Now, Richarlison, we've all memed him, especially after what he did at the City Ground last season where Jono cleaned him out. But he has found a little bit of form against Newcastle, scoring a couple of goals. And is that the confidence booster he needed to kick on from there? So I do think this will roughly be Spurs' lineup. Now, I've got to say, one of their best players that goes under the radar for me is the keeper, Vicario. He's been fantastic this season for them. And as much as I hate Spurs, and I really do detest them, this rivalry goes back to, well, inception for me. You can't help but argue that even with the bad injuries they currently have, this team is singing. Yes, they lost four or so in a row, but they were unlucky, I think, in a lot of those matches. They kind of run out of steam towards the end, 
I remember against Wolves um, conceding two goals in the last few minutes and the same in a couple of other matches before that. So don't underestimate Spurs and don't underestimate Postacoglu. Yes, I know I've always said that Cooper prefers to play the bigger teams in the league because he's the underdog and it relieves some of the pressure on him, especially when it comes out to actually having a tactical plan on the pitch that doesn't involve low block. So I think Cooper will be up for this game as well. What do you guys think about this Spurs team? Let me know in the comments down below. So how does this game pan out? How can Forrest beat Spurs? And the ideal scenario is that you do sucker them into that high line, in fact, higher than high, and almost get those centre backs playing in the forest half and then try and hit them on the counter attack. You're going to have to release Nico Williams and Tuffalo as the wing backs, playing more in midfield than you would so as a five back formation. But it's easier said than done. And I think Postacoglu will have studied those Villa um, highlights reels or the whole match and really seen how Forrest got those balls in behind their defensive line and did create chance after chance in that game. So I don't think we're going to see a repeat of the Villa game. On paper, on form, this should be an easy win for Tottenham. There should be no doubt about it. They should be 2-0 should be comfortable for them. However, I keep saying these are the games where Cooper is actually better than he is against the other 14 teams in the league because these type of teams play into his negative defensive tactics. And if Spurs aren't careful, they really could find themselves conceding a goal or two to Nottingham Forest. The key to this game is going to be the first 20 minutes. Forest traditionally this season so far have got their goals early on. And if Forest take the lead, it could open Spurs up. However, the opposite to that is also true. If Forest concede early, then Cooper never seems to have a plan B. And he won't know how to then get Forest back into that game. And then suddenly you will see those haphazard substitutions happening, people being thrown on left, right, and center. And that's where I get worried. So I think this game is won and lost in the first 20 minutes. If Forrest is still in this game at nil-nil or even better, winning 1-0, then we have a really good chance. Again, that creates its own problems because if Forrest go 1-0 up early, what will they do? Of course, it's not rocket science. Cooper will put 11 men behind the ball and pray that he can hold out for the 90 minutes. But I do have a feeling there is one more rabbit that Cooper is going to pull out. And I think with it being at the city ground, with it being under the lights, with Madison not in, with Van de Ven not in, I think Forrest can sneak something out of this. Am I confident enough to predict a Forrest win? Not really, because everything points towards a Spurs win. And then the ramifications, if Forrest were to lose, is Cooper gone? Does he get another rolling game in his new rolling one game contract? That's all to be debated come full time. But for now, I'm going to predict a draw, one apiece, and that will give me bragging rights over my brother. Get your predictions in down below. Thank you so much for watching. Please don't forget to hit that like button if you haven't already. Subscribe to Forest Fan TV if you are new. We'll see you on the next video. Come on, you Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network.